4: This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI.
3: Marcus Marks not going to take a shot. The Nets are not going to provide any opposition. And Boston comes out of here with a well fought
1: 109 98 victory over the Nets. Yeah! Now Nets! What I'm talking about when you have a division opponent that's creeping up and making runs. KJ, late night, WEEI, 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Impressive win. Impressive win by the Celtics over the Nets. Don't give me they had no Kevin Durant. They'll have no Kevin Durant for about three more weeks. This is when you beat teams down and what the Celtics did to the Nets in the fourth quarter at one point up. 12-2 in the quarter, the Nets didn't get over 100. And this is what I'm talking about. Start to show your defensive teeth. Last night, you got to run up and down, and it was very exciting for the home crowd. Put up 120 points, Pelicans in town, got 41 points from Jalen. But yeah, you do that with these young teams that are coming in. Welcome to Boston. Tonight was about going down to, to Brooklyn and keeping that team under 100. Impressive. I mean, Brooklyn got a little loose. And I, look, in the first quarter is really the only point where you felt like, okay, this could kind of get away. And after that, the Celtics just walked them down. 16 total points for the Nets in the fourth quarter. It almost felt like Kyrie was going to start doing some things and it, it just got shut down. And here's the other point. Tatum only had 20 points. <laughs> That's... That's how champions are built. When your stars don't look so great that night or don't have these great stat lines and you still win impressively against the team that has pretty much built its resume over the last two or three weeks as the hot team in the league. But you got Tatum with 20 points, Brogdon with 16, Marcus Smart with 16 and 10 dimes, 15 from Derek White, at one point was just deadly from three. At one point, he was three for four from three at the half. This is how you grind out victories, and I've also said this is why having Malcolm Brogdon on this squad is so important. In fact, here's Malcolm Brogdon, uh, Joe Missoula talking about the importance of Brogdon on this squad.
0: Uh, I think he's doing well. Um, you know, I think when he plays at a certain pace in that second unit. And it gives us that spark. We can play even faster with that unit. And I think he does a great job of recognizing two-on-ones. He does a great job of recognizing angles. And so uh, he gets to get a lot of good looks off the dribble threes when we run our mid-pick and roll action because of the coverage that they're in. And uh, when him and JT are in a screen together and he uses a screen, we get a lot of good action out of that. And so, um, you know, his dynamic has been really good for us all year. He was the best
1: shooter tonight. 7 of to 13, 2 for 3 from 3. This is the piece that the Celtics were missing last year now with Robert Williams back in there, getting extended minutes, almost 30 minutes tonight, and just having live, active bodies moving. Eventually, they'll be very hard for any team to handle. Even even if I look at Milwaukee, while they have bodies, a lot of those bodies are big. There's just no way Brooke Lopez is going to be able to run up and down the court with this Celtics team. Portis, maybe, but you're not really... Worried about the scoring or him taking over a game. It was right right now, if the Celtics and the Bucs had to play each other in the NBA uh, Eastern Conference Finals, you would say, oh, yeah, Giannis is going to be drained tired by game three or four because he'll have to do everything. The Celtics are starting to come together at the right time playing the defense. They've won five in a row. They're now up three on Brooklyn after the win tonight. And so now you're starting to get space which was a concern. At one point, there was just this tightness of three or four games between space uh, between you know, spots one and five, six. Now the Celtics are starting to pull away. One eight of their last ten. Their point differential is starting to creep up. at The very beginning of the season, when they were on that incredible run hadn't lost at home. When I started to look at numbers, it was like, this team is very much like the 88 Celtics in terms of point differential differential, how they were beating teams. And I'm not saying in terms of the structure, obviously it's totally different, but in terms of what they were doing across the league and what the Celtics are doing in the league right now, this is very much 88 Celtics. Now, I mean, I hate to say it, it doesn't really end in a good story, but that can change. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Producer Andrew, thank you so much for being here tonight, man.
4: Good to be here, especially with that Celtics win, huh? It's a good yeah, one. Yeah,
1: ex- ex- it's a good one. And, and and right as right as the Celtics are starting to pull away, my watch goes off and says that Lisa Marie Presley died. I was like, what?
4: It's a lot. A lot of big news tonight. A lot. A lot yeah. of big Patriots news. The Bruins they just lost uh, the first Seattle, the first team to beat the Bruins in regulation at home. A lot. A lot going on tonight. It's
1: going to be a yeah. busy one. Yeah, first for first for the Bruins, you can't be perfect at everything. Oh, like, though, no, though no, here not. we expect that. But gosh, yeah, So hang out. Plenty of two hours in the, here over the next couple of hours. But yeah, Milwaukee's starting to slip. Look, it, it, this is crazy. Just in the top six teams, only the Celtics and the Knicks have any type of winning streak going on right now. Everybody else is lost. There's only three teams in the entire Eastern Conference in, the, in its top ten that have any type of winning streak. So this is a perfect time for the Celtics to not only stretch themselves out, but also a chance to stretch their bench. In fact, Luke Cornette tonight, oh my gosh, he caught a reverse alley. <laughs> like, did I do that? But Joe Mazzulla talks about the importance of having Luke Cornette.
0: Yeah, he's been great. Um, you know, when he's physical and he has a presence at the rim and um, he makes our defense better and then he gets us extra possessions on the offensive end. And so to have, you know, size like that uh, to where we're able to change our defenses uh, really helps us. And I think he helps that second unit with his screening. Um, You know, a lot of second units go small, so when he's out there, his switching screening helps us, Um, you know, his rim protection helps us, and then his offensive rebounding helps us. Yeah.
1: I mean, think about the development and his usage, where I said if there was one thing that the Celtics may have to look at as they get towards the midpoint of the season, would they have to acquire another big body that isn't necessarily a scorer, but someone who could take up space, who can get you a couple of points if you need it, and specifically rebound, So that way Robert Williams isn't eating up too many minutes as his. Who knew it was going to be Luke Cornett? I didn't know that. 11 points, five rebounds, three offensive rebounds. I mean, the Celtics just absolutely out-hustled the Nets tonight. That's really what it came down to, is the Celtics wanted the loose balls more. They were getting the putbacks and the offensive rebounds. 12-5 to in offensive rebounding? That's absolutely ridiculous, considering that <laughs> Robert Williams had no offensive rebounds. It's games like this, and maybe, I don't, you know, I'm not a head coach or anything like that, but maybe this is one of those games that you show this team that says, this is the team right here that cannot be beat. Where nobody's scoring 30, nobody's scoring 40, but it's just coming at you in so many different ways but, that by the time you look up, the opponent's lost by 10, and they haven't even scored 100. Now, obviously you would want to see the games where people go off. It's part of entertainment. But in terms of getting the W, it doesn't matter whether you win two to one or 120 to 118. It doesn't matter. I mean, it would be, big be a big story if it was a two to one game. It, it'd be national news. But Jason Tate was only seven for twenty two from the field and two for two for ten from three. And this game was never really in doubt after after halftime. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. 617-779-7937, text line three seven still to come. My goodness, the Patriots just, like they opened the deep sea scrolls today. Like a press release letting you know what they were doing in this moment and what the plans were. Did did Robert Kraft put both feet down? That That's in five minutes. But the Celtics deserve their flowers to start the show. I said, you know, last night when I was here, I was telling the producer last night, like he asked me which ones are the most important games coming up for the Celtics. I said, well, yeah, while the Warriors would be kind of important just for ego and pride, and you'd want to compete because that's who you played in the NBA Finals, the bookend games with the Nets on the road and then the Nets at home are the two most important games over the next four or five. Because if you can clearly show the Nets what they can't do, it doesn't matter if Kevin Durant was there tonight. You can't say, well, Kevin would have easily gotten 20. Well, you can say, well, if that's the case, Tatum might have gone for 30. Jalen Brown would have been there. So with no Jalen Brown, with no Al Horford, you still pull 110. That's key. Because now that says... The other pieces that last year you were just like, oh man, if just yeah, like oh, just Grant Williams could just get more than four points. That those days are over. Marcus Smart, ten dimes. That's now kind of the norm. And you have to really say, okay, this team is now serious about showing the Eastern Conference that it's not this is nobody else's. You're up three games on the Nets. You're up three and a half games on the Bucks. These are the games where you have to get where, if you don't have the other half of your superstar there, beat the teams that don't need to be in the mix with you and make them struggle. 617 779 Text line three seven. Talk Patriots next. Plus, still to come, scared money don't make none. But right now, it's time. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a chance to I think the parlay it's a five-leg parlay on the NFL games. $400,000 on a five-leg. So I'm trying to Look, I know the big stuff doesn't roll out roll out until the 31st. But you know, sometimes you get this stuff prepared and everything and so forth. Yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking about how the Nets just seem to just not be there after winning what 12 in a row, like I think they've won 13 of their last 15 going into tonight and just looked outmanned by a team that wasn't fully manned. Yeah. We'll see where Robert Williams minutes. I mean, they stretched his minutes out a little bit tonight, so we'll see if he can continue to maintain at that number. You know, he didn't play last night because it was a back to back and that's why Al Horford's not playing tonight. Um, well, yeah, Kyrie Irving was just a man by himself, nine for 24, three for 11. He just couldn't get it done by himself. And Ben Simmons had no points. Again, 13 assists. Now, again, if if the, the Nets figure something out with Ben Simmons where he can even give you seven points, because I think this is where they're going to have to start to have a conversation. We need something from you. Right there, you lose by 11, but you've got a guy who had 13 assists, nine rebounds. No points. Like this is, I guess it'd be the new Dennis Robin. But you don't pay him all that. Took three shots. Even Eddie House at the half, it was like you know, hey, when the game was still kind of in the balance, make make dude shoot. He doesn't make shots, and he's now that's the thing. Ben Simmons is now missing shots consistently at the rim. He doesn't he doesn't hit him from anywhere. They could figure that out. I mean, T.J. Warren showed up. But TJ Warren shouldn't be taking 18 shots. Ben Simmons and his hundreds of hundreds of millions should be taking at least more than three shots because his defense was there. He wasn't he was a nuisance. But this Celtics team looks impressive. All right, it's time to uh, trend with Andrew Meehan. Andrew, take it away. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay,
2: plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for walk qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom WEI Late
3: Night.
1: On Boston Sports Original.
4: WEI.
1: Tom, how did the meeting go?
2: Well, if you're a Patriots fan and you're somebody who would like to see Bill Belichick finish his illustrious career here with the Patriots, there was no tension to speak of. They were amenable, Bill was, to explaining, here's what we saw in 2022. Here's the directions we're looking to go. And the changes that he alluded to were basically what Robert Kraft had hoped to hear. So they move on into 2023, there will be no drama that evolves out of a meeting in which Robert Kraft didn't hear what he had hoped to hear and there's no stalemate. I think that we could theorize that might happen. I don't know that per se. I think that Bill Belichick's doing an audit of everything. Where did I go wrong? Where did I put people in positions where they weren't able to succeed. What am I responsible for? I think definitely he can look at the offensive side of the ball and make those declarations where guys weren't able or ready to live up to what he hoped. So there'll be reassignments. There will not be firings, to my estimation. Hmm. I mean, again, I'm. this is what I'm logically putting together from the conversations I've had. There might be somebody who's elsewhere, but I don't think that people will be scapegoating. As I put it in the story that I wrote, I don't think anybody's head is going to be on a spike. And that...
1: The New England Patriots and head coach Bill Belichick have begun contract extension discussions with Gerard Mayo that would keep him with the team long-term. In addition, the team will begin interviewing for offensive coordinator candidates beginning next week. Christmas came early, folks. Now, here, let me just break down the first part with Gerard Mayo. The stories last week, the week before, that Gerard Mayo was going to be looking for other opportunities and was going to be leaving. And the first thing I said at the time was, this is not like this organization for someone to announce that they're leaving before you even play the last game. It just seemed very, very weird. But it seems like Mr. Kraft, the ultimate employer, put both feet down. You know, you know I put he put both feet down. One was to probably stop the wagon of Gerard Mayo leaving the building. And two, probably having a discussion about, wait a minute a succession plan for Belichick. I've been saying, in fact, last night on Would You Rather More Likely To Either Or, would you? Would I like to see Bill be given a, ch- a, a choice of being GM only or head coach only, but not both moving forward? Just too much money to go around to mess things up from the GM perspective, and just too much from the fan base, the ticket holder, the television choices, right, like, when, think about it, you never got, Patriots never got flexed out of games. That's money. So by reaching back to Gerard Mayo and getting into extension discussions to keep him with the team long-term, that's called future in the organization. There's only really one long-term path if you're going to be here, and that's either A, as defensive coordinator for a long time, or eventually the head coach in a short amount of time. I think it's the latter. And I think it speaks volumes, not only of how Robert Kraft has handled himself involving social issues, but in terms of how many men have come through under Belichick and have really been able to thrive post-career, playing career, to become one of these Belichick disciples. The second part of the statement, the team will begin interviewing for offensive coordinator candidates beginning next week. So, like, don't start screaming for it Monday, because remember, Monday's a federal holiday. Just say it. I know how people are here. It's Monday. Who are they talking to? You know it's a holiday. Well, here's Dan Orlovsky on Mego and Arkend earlier today on his thoughts on Cliff Kingsbury.
3: I, I do. You know, he obviously has a tie. The organization haven't played there. The reason why I say this about Cliff, I don't think that Cliff needs and or wants a running quarterback as much as the history of his offense has had. I just, that, that's the reality of college football. Um, I also think this. Um, the reason why I attach Cliff to it a little bit is I can make the case that years ago Nick Saban played offensive style or viewed offensive football in a certain way. And he realized, okay, that's not good enough anymore. i got to change. And that's why he went and hired different play callers for his offense and tried to get a different offensive system built down in Alabama. We know that Coach Belichick and Nick are tight. And I think that Cliff is a smart enough coach. And also the things that I hear about Cliff Kingsbury as a person are phenomenal. Those are just what I hear. And so you want to pair him with a guy that's very smart and an offense that is a little bit unconventional – and difficult to have to handle and allow maybe a new type of philosophy in New England to try to kind of revamp this late career run for Coach Belichick.
1: Yeah, and I totally agree. Now, at the end of the day, would Cliff Kingsbury be potentially comfortable with someone on the staff who is the head coach in waiting, and it's not going to be you, right? Again, once you've tasted being a head coach in the NFL – you take that next job as a coordinator to either try and eventually become the head coach there or go somewhere else. And so if it's Kingsbury for, I don't know, the duration of what would be max rookie deal through like 25, so what, two years? And see how it works? Possibly. Because I think right now, because the Patriots haven't churned out a bunch of offensive minds, that there's nobody to go back and get. That's why Bill O'Brien's name keeps coming up. And again, I at the beginning of last season, I said, look, either you have to cater towards what Mac believes he can do best, and that's what your coordinator does, or have someone who's so definitive about what you want to run as classic offense that you always have that there would be no misunderstanding of what was happening. You you got the absolute worst of that in terms of patriot uh, in terms of Patricia and Judge. And so now there's a part of me that says, you know, with all these new exciting parts, I do wonder if there's, you know, for they say for every action there is an opposite and equal reaction, you might have heard this or you might have slept through class and I think it has to do with Newton and the apple falling, I can't remember. But the idea is, hey, with all these things that are happening, what may potentially be the change on the back end? I wonder if there's a plan really to keep Mac Jones long-term. If you're making all these different changes and all these different adjustments, are you also potentially having the conversation that, hey, I'm willing, Belichick, willing to do and absorb these different things. I just don't believe he's the guy to get us there with all these new pieces. Here's Belichick uh, on Mac being the QB next year.
4: Yeah, well, I think there's, uh, you know, Mac has the ability to, um, you know, to play quarterback in this league, and, you know, we have to all work together to try to, you know, find the best um, and most, uh, you know, best way to, as a as a football team, um, which obviously the quarterback's an important position, to be more productive than we were this year. And so that's incumbent upon all of us, and we'll all work together on that, and, And again, look for better results.
1: See, the Patriots are paying out maybe combined $5 million a year, $6 million a year for the quarterback position. Does Belichick potentially bring in somebody else at kind of mid-level money or someone who says, hey, look, if you do bring in a Cliff Kingsbury, I believe I can come in there and win that job and make, make that system run. I'm going to give you a list of names. It's going to kind of blow you. Who's going to be available as free agents? I don't know if I should start with this first one. So, like, for example, idealistically, I think what maybe you want to move forward with is maybe someone like a Daniel Jones, who you would still want someone with pocket presence but can still make plays with their legs as a secondary weapon. I, I, I almost see Daniel Jones as something that Mac Jones could aspire to be as a better thrower, be, but he won't be as mobile as Daniel Jones Daniel Jones has kind of turned some things around I'm not even going to make, mention Brady right because I think Brady is going to be a rent he's going to be a, a hired gun things go wrong for the the Cowboys this weekend Brady's going to get the call to be they will give him they they'll give him 70 million dollars for one year to be the cowboys head to be the Cowboys quarterback because I think Jerry Jones would just be so fed up
4: And do you think Belichick would even want Brady back? Wouldn't that just put a damper on everything?
1: No, you 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 can't. What they say you can't put new wine in old wine skins. And there's nothing. There would be nothing older that would crack everything with Brady and Belichick back here. It would just be such a distraction. And then, and and you can't still keep Mac Jones around here. You'd be like, sit down and watch this guy. You
4: can't do that. That would be great. I mean No, 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 no. No, no. no like obviously who of Max any quarterback people, who would you want Mac to learn yeah, from? It'd be you know Brady, what? but
1: Yeah, yeah, but you know what? That sounds good if it's a movie. Right? Like True. that that Brady for 80 movie sounds really good until you realize that the women are 80.
4: Oh, uh, Jane Fonda lover.
1: Yeah, but yeah, lover from afar, but it's still 80. Yep. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, Brady would not come here to be Mac Jones' teacher, and if I was Mac Jones' agent, I'd be like, "Trade me." Right, because you know you're not going to beat out Brady for the job. You know you you know you're going to be on the bench again. You may look at some bringing in somebody who can't demand a lot of money, but can compete for the job. In let's say a new Cliff Kingsbury system, right? Jimmy Garoppolo, while he's got favorable money right now. He's going to have more suitors than than chicks and Van Eyes doing movies. I mean, Jimmy's going to be in demand to the point where San Francisco may not even let him go. If Brock Purdy looks bad in the playoff game, like you're like, ah, oh, he hit a wall. We got to bring Jimmy back. So it's almost like Jimmy is the break glass in case of emergency for San Francisco, and he'll be able to name his price wherever he wants to go. Okay. Then you guys got like Geno Smith is available next year, and I would say, nah, that's not so much who you would want to bring in. Andy Dalton, forget about it. Stidham actually has a chance there in Vegas. Gardner Minshew, no. Derek Carr, that's an Albatross contract. But what if I told you that Baker Mayfield is getting virtually no money right now? And you put Baker Mayfield at, say, $10 million? Oh, wait a minute. Didn't he play against and with Cliff Kingsbury at one time in college? I'm not saying Baker Meekfield is the answer. I'm saying with every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So if you think it's just going to be like, here are all the gifts you're going to get, Mac Jones, for your insubordination towards coaching staffs, your fits, some of these stories that have gotten out. Look, there may not be truth to him. We all kind of joke about Chris Sims. Is kind of like he's like Gargamel in, in uh, Inspector Gadget. Like I'm gonna get you, Gadget. He kind of has that on his skin a little bit, and you take it with a grain of salt. But you, there has to be some element of truth that things just got leaked too far out of outside of the Patriot Way. I can't even discount, you know, even. Maybe Judge, Patricia, and some people close to them or whatever. Ha- you just don't know. All you know is that all this stuff has gotten out. I'm not saying Bailey Zappi is the answer, but maybe competition is. Who knows? What if you bring him in on a one? Hey, Baker Mayfield, here's a chance for you to come win a job. New coordinator, you might do what we need. what we don't think that Matt can do. Because here's the other part of it. What if Mac doesn't take to the new coaching? What happens? You get a fourth one? You can't get Josh McDaniels back unless you're just absolutely hoping that the Raiders fall apart. And even now, if Gerard Mayo gets his extension long-term, I think everybody in the world kind of knows what that ultimately means. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. So look, the idea is... If you're gonna replace Mac with who and what type of value does comes back for Mac? I don't think there would be a single team in the NFL that would give up a first rounder as part of the deal to get Mac Jones. So if you're willing to let him go, you might say, "Okay, we're not expecting first rounders. We just want multiple picks for really kind of trading off a guy who would end up being someone's backup." And if that's the case. And, and and what's the on the scale of one to ten do I believe about Mac wanting to potentially be moved yeah, maybe a one or a two out of ten with ten being like absolutely once out of here Derek Carr is not coming here I mean they're like you talk about not spending money yeah if Belichick went and spent money on that like yeah let's head down to the harbor with some number four jerseys in our hands yeah it, it just wouldn't make any it wouldn't it wouldn't make financial sense so the offensive coordinator situation that's supposed to start next week. Don't be surprised if you don't hear anything by the end of next week of who's been spoken to. You know, Patricia potentially being reassigned. Maybe he, he just gets reassigned to a, a offensive assistant. You just don't know. But again, to bring in some high-flying coordinator, that sounds really good but doesn't necessarily mesh with the culture or doesn't move the culture forward. Now, I thought the opportunity was at the beginning of last year because, all right, last year, if you brought in a new coordinator and it worked out okay, then you'd say, okay, they would have a second year together this year, this coming season. But now it's it's brand new. And you do wonder if the player, in terms of Mac Jones, says, okay, my barking got what I wanted. I, yeah, I can. I could probably. I probably have the ear of ownership. I, this is this is where Icarus might be flying dangerously too close to the sun. And the opposite reaction to that might be Belichick who's like, okay, I'll go get a coordinator. I'll even go look at some. I'll even be willing to spend in free agency. But I also may want to get another quarterback. I mean, if you're not spending on quarterback now, and if there's a couple options out there that, you know, you can still get at a low number. You know, Baker Mayfield can't say, I want 20. You're like, bro, you didn't show 20. Maybe 12. I'll give you a one-year deal. You can earn the spot. And you're still not paying out more than 15 total for three quarterbacks. 617 779 Text line 37937. three seven KJ. Late night here on WEEI. Still to come. Scared money don't make none. There's some interesting. How can I best put it? There's some interesting plays in this weekend's games. Like I'm not going to say, hey, here's a way to try and get you know some some skin off of the Bills Dolphins game where Dolphins are, are a 14 point dog. You know, um, there's some pretty interesting plays. One five leg parlay could pay out four hundred thousand dollars. Let's go to Joe in the car. And he's got a thought on on what to do with Mac Jones. Joe, thanks you. Thanks for calling WEEI. You're on the air.
3: Hey, good evening. So my thoughts like this. Belichick's got like maybe five years left, and then I agree with you that Mayo's probably aligned to, to be the next head coach. Mm-hmm. What about Trick Get a second and a fourth and, um, and trade for Aaron Rodgers. Five years of Aaron Rodgers, Belichick
1: to close it out. Oh no, no. There, there's no way that money is just too great. Aaron Rodgers is more likely to play one more year and get his 60 million. He's due 60 million dollars this year. There's no way you eat that and no way Green Bay is going to eat that and then let him go. So you you really have to think more of who can get you better slightly better results than Mac Jones right now, right? Because this team probably should have been 10 and 7. With everything considering going into the season based off of last year, it really shouldn't have been any worse than last year. So you say, okay, maybe one more loss than they had the previous season. How do we get that? How do we get this team back to 10 wins? Is there a quarterback out there? And if we have to bring in a new offensive system that can get in that system and, and master it quicker than having to wait for Mac to get it four or five games in, there's no room for that.
4: Well, to be honest,
3: if we're really talking about it, I think that Patricia cost the team of probably about three wins in and of itself. So, you, you know, you get rid of Patricia, and all of a sudden you're twelve
0: and you know twelve and, and uh, five.
1: Yeah. Well, the other part of it, the defense is probably the defense probably won four games straight out. So right. So they're they kind of balance themselves. Joe, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much for calling in. Yeah. So like clearly Patricia inept out there. What you saw. But at the same time, the defense, I mean, outperformed what you saw pretty much from any other team in the NFL from A to Z. All the talk about how boss the Cowboys were and the 49ers, man, they weren't putting points on the board like the defense was for the Patriots. Points, turning games, it was like literally, like if I used to watch Young and the Restless a lot when I was in college. And... Guys, we find out like a lot of guys were scheduling classes. I mean, we knew that girls did this, but guys, I was one of them, would start scheduling my classes so that way I can eat my lunch on the upstairs portion of, at the calf and watch Young and the Restless. And the reason being was because every time Nikki and Victor showed up on the screen, you knew something special was going to happen. That was the Patriots' defense this year. <laughs> you knew once the second half started and the Patriots' offense seemed to be troubled and sputtering, you're like... Here comes Victor Newman and Nikki on the screen. Pick off Kyle Duggar, touchdown. Okay, now we're back in this thing. And I don't know if the defense will be able to extend itself that much again into next season, knowing that everything is on the improvement of the offensive coordinator and the quarterback. And what I'm saying here is, because the current quarterback isn't being paid a lot of money and is not giving you a lot in return, you may be tempted to go out and get a middling like a Baker Mayfield and say, you know what come in compete for the job we'll give you, we'll give you 11 million dollars. It's more than what you're getting now. You win the job. the job is yours. You lose no skin off of your back. None. Now let me say this again because people hear what they want to hear. I do not believe that Baker Mayfield is the quarterback answer for the Patriots. I'm just in the mindset of thinking, okay, if Belichick suddenly has to do things differently. Management's come down and said, you're going to talk to coordinators. We're keeping Gerard. He's going to have a future extended. There's going to be a party that says, okay, what is it that I can control? It's from the GM level, you might say. I want to bring in another quarterback that's not going to cost a lot of money and is going to also make our quarterback room better and potentially be a legit starter. (laughs) Some people would call that petty. But you know what? Him and the Heartbreakers had some big hits. KJ Late Night, WEEI, 617-779-7937, Scared Money, Don't Make None, Next.
0: Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball
3: trademarks used with permission.
4: WEEI Late
3: Night. On WEEI. Boston Sports Original.
1: Late Night WEEI. KJ, thank you so much for hanging out. And for the call so far at 617-779-7937 at the text line seven. 37- So, just a couple of moments ago, I had compared the Patriots defense to back in my days in college when I would watch Young and the Restless. And Andrew, I am finding out that your mom is a huge Young and the Restless fan.
4: Oh, yeah. Been watching it ever since uh, way before I was born.
1: I've been watching Young and the Restless since I was probably somewhere around 11 or 12 years old. So, we're talking a while. Like... I remember when Nathan was teaching Drusilla how to read and write. and <laughs> She's like, cat, C-A-T. Your mom would laugh at that. And when Nikki was drinking, was getting the cases of, uh, of vodka sent to her house, and Jack was trying to stop her from having this alcoholism thing because she was torn because she was no longer married to Victor and was, wasn't was happy being married to Jack, and she was drinking her face off. Man, I go way back, but your mom would be impressed with this. I actually met Sheila at the height of Sheila, this is what was crazy. What 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 prompted me to mention anything about the Young and the Restless was I don't really watch it that much anymore. But I turn it on the other day, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. How is Paul, who used to be married to Tracy Abbott, now called somebody else, and he's got a kid with Victoria, Victor's son, and they're talking about Sheila stealing the baby. I said Sheila's back. So yeah, yeah. There's my Young and the Restless moment there.
4: And we're t- I mean I told you I can't believe this guy who plays Victor is still alive.
1: Oh yeah, like I don't know Eric Braden, eight Eric Braden and from anything else, but we follow each other on Twitter. Just because I'm like, I can say that Victor Newman and I have chat online. So i would be like, hey, if you ever need a sports station in Genoa City, I'm your guy, right? And I'd be anti Cubs too. So He's eighty yeah, one. I don't know. He's, he's, I would think it? I would think Victor Newman is like a hundred and forty six at this point, because like I said, dude never, he's not been missed. He's like the new Catherine Chancellor on the show. Like, I'm really going deep in Young and the Restless here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we talk men's sports, but you know what? Sometimes you have to be taught, you have to be in touch with your inner side because this is the stuff, this is no lie for any young kid who's listening, this is the stuff that allowed me to talk to girls on a higher plane as I was growing up. Because if you could kick a little Young and the Restless stuff, they'd be like, "Oh my god, no way!" Something like that. It's like, okay, why do not you come over and watch Young and the Restless?
4: So you're saying I should try that?
1: Hey, at time eleven. I'm out. Hey, at twelve <laughs> o'clock in mid mid afternoon, twelve thirty, you're in there like swimwear. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, like um, yeah, the thought of Aaron Rodgers coming here is just one of the calls. And if you've missed any of the show, you can listen to the Odyssey app. Just kind of review what's been going on this hour is you know to get Aaron Rodgers here you're literally asking to do the absolute antithesis of what the patriots have always done there's no way you would take on like you couldn't you couldn't even convince green bay to eat half of his salary just for him to come for one year because the other part is you don't have a roster that can win it next year so you would probably have to look at some guys who are slightly better than mac that's not going to cost you that can push mac to say Hey, you've earned this job or guess what, we're going to go with this guy who does have some NFL experience, who can make plays and whoever this new offensive coordinator is, if they can take to it because you don't have any room as this Patriots team to wait for Mac to catch up, right? Like he's got to be on it game 1. And if he's not, you know, by game 3, do you pull the hook? Like dude, do, do, do you just like get him out of there? Because there's no there's no time to especially if you're about to spend money as well, so you can't, you know. I think people why they want Kingsbury is because of the conversation you saw with DeAndre Hopkins that had that Belichick had with him on the field, and while there's a great respect with the two of them, I don't think DeAndre Hopkins is going to say yes, I'm going to take less money to go play with my ex head coach with this new team with the with the quarterback. You don't know if he's figured it out or yet or not. Like offensive line still needs to be addressed still has to be addressed more so probably before wide receiver one because if you are bringing an offensive coordinator then he can show these receivers how to kind of run different ways alright still to come more Patriots including this entitlement talk but right now it's time to play some scared money don't make none hit it you were scared huh don't
4: be scared don't be scared
3: uh.
2: Scare money don't
3: make none. The best role I ever had.
2: Scare money don't make none. I like this one. The dog, one dog goes one way and the other dog goes the other way. Scare money don't
1: make none. All right, the NFL games this weekend. There's some interesting plays. At first, I'm just going to give you some of the interesting plays from each game. Then I'll give you the five leg parlay that could pay out potentially over $400,000. You might have to find a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. Be safe. So Seattle at San Francisco. I think the general consensus is that 49ers wins this game. Take the 49ers to win by 7 to 12 points. You can get plus 340. If you think the game is going to be tight, but maybe Seattle doesn't really score. Game total, 33 and a half, taking the under on that number, plus 270. These are all at BetMGM. You can check it out. Seattle, under 15 and a half points. Little plus one hundred money you might want to sprinkle in a parlay that you might put together, and Seattle first quarter money line covering plus two twenty. So maybe the game starts out slow, maybe it's a three nothing game, and Seattle can get you some some money there. Chargers at Jags, I like the Chargers alt line minus seven at plus two twenty. I think the Jags because how they struggled scoring in that final game against Tennessee. Who's a team that has trouble scoring? <laughs> I, 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 I think once the Jags get down in this game, it, it it becomes more than seven, maybe even ten points. So I like the Chargers on an alt line, minus seven, plus two twenty. I forgot who it is. Crush hates alt lines. And the whole thing about an alternative line is you want to take even more points so that way your return kicks back bigger. Does that make sense, Ma- a- Andrew?
4: It does. Right. So title. some
1: people, yeah, Gresh famously went off about like, what is an alt line? What is the line? But an alt line is, hey, if I believe they're going to win by more, I'll take a greater chance to win more money. Maybe someone should have just simply explained it to them. Um, Chargers total under, 20, under 41.5 for the game total, plus 180. Jags under 22.5 points. This is what I was talking about in terms of them having trouble putting points on the board, plus 110. And the Chargers to win by seven to 12 points. Like I said, this game could get to a 10 point situation. Plus 525. Bills versus Dolphins. Last I saw, I think it was like Bills were favored by 13. And yeah, take the Bills by 13 to 18 specifically and you can get plus 320 money. And I like the Bills alt line to move it up to minus 15. Risky but it will get you into plus money at plus 120. Ravens at Bengals, and what a story that is, that no Lamar Jackson, probably not at all for the rest of the season. So low game total expect, under uh, under 36 points, plus 160. Bengals win by one to six points. Maybe a field goal late by Justin Tucker gives them a hope that they can drive again, Uh, plus 340 for the Bengals to win by one to six points. And the Ravens to score the first touchdown, kind of a chance, but sometimes the Bengals can fall asleep early in games and then run over you. But if the Ravens score the first touchdown, that gets you plus money at plus 180. Then the Monday night game Tampa against the Cowboys. I like the Bucks on an alt line, minus four to win the game, plus 220. Take the Bucks to win by one to six points, which means. You might see Brady with the ball in his hand with about two thirteen left in the game and two timeouts. <laughs> Dangerous. Plus three ten. Game total under forty one and a half. Bucks have had a chance. Have had trouble scoring, but Dak Prescott has had trouble throwing the ball to his own teammates. And the Cowboys leading at the half, but the Bucks winning it in the game. Bucks Bucks winning it. Cowboys lead at the half. Bucks win outright. Plus seven hundred. So. Put this five-leg parlay together. Woo, this is nice. Take the 49ers to win by 7-12 at plus 340. Chargers by 7-12 plus 525. Bills by 13-18 to 18, plus 320. Bengals win by 1-6. to 6. Cowboys lead up the half. Bucks win the game plus 700. A $100 bet pays out. $406,000. 460 bucks. That's scared money don't make none. Second hour of late night, KJ here on WEEI Next. Thank you for being here.
2: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.